This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstiles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're into CBD products or you want to try CBD products, go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST25 and you'll receive 25% off. They ship now. Now they ship worldwide. So to my co-hosts this week, you may be able to get some Black Belt CBD products because I think one of them needs it right now as he caresses his nipple while as I'm, while as I'm reading these <laughs> sponsors. So please go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST25 to have roll-ons, rub-ons, anything an athlete or a blue-collar worker needs or wants. Works for all your aches and pains. So help her brother out by going there. And if you like to listen to the show and you're a woman and you like to shop online as well, please go to poppyapparel.com. This is my first and original sponsor. They are still supporting the show, so I'm still supporting them. They ship worldwide. <laughs> you guys will know soon while I'm laughing. They ship worldwide. I, I almost made it without breaking. I almost did. <laughs> they ship worldwide. They have anything a woman needs or wants. Or if you're a cross-dresser like one of my co-hosts today is. You could go there and shop for any needs you want, any season, anything there is. The podcast with a capital D, you'll receive 10% off. Like I said, they ship worldwide and it's free shipping if you spend more than $50. And if you're into collectibles, as one of my co-hosts right now is holding in his hand or trying to hold and caressing his neither nether reg- regions with it. Is that correct? <laughs> as he <laughs> rapes. Uh, an action figure while I'm trying to read this please go to firstroll.ca you could also buy a sting with a red face from the NWO Wolfpack they have it all there they have signed memorabilia they have anything for any sports they also have MMA they have hockey shit wrestling comic books anything you need or want they ship worldwide and they update daily and everything is within I'm almost done guys I'm almost done bear with me and everything is in Canadian funds, for so it's cheaper for everybody. It's firstroll.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20. And if you want to support me directly, please scroll down on your device. It's embedded there. Click on it. takes you directly to my merchandise store. I got everything from onesies to T-shirts to hoodies 
to phone cases, to laptop cases, to mugs, to travel mugs, anything you need or want, stickers, tarps with the podcast logo on it. I don't care. It is there. You can go buy it. And that goes directly into my pocket. It helps me directly. And lastly, the most important one, please rate, subscribe, review, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Okay, I'm done. Without further ado, these two assholes from England, Max and Jesse from Got Till Five. That is the worst intro I've ever heard in my life. That's for fucking me up. You just laughing the whole time, Steve, very unprofessional. I tried. Like I said, I almost made it, but then the action figures is what uh, threw me off. (laughs) Steve made the terrible mistake of having us on video, so what else are we going to do while we're sitting there? I'm surrounded by wrestling action figures, so it felt like the logical thing to do was to simulate fellatio with them. (laughs) Isn't that what everyone does? Definitely, definitely. And I like that you didn't pick a woman action figure. You actually went with a guy action figure, so that says a lot. Well, it does, but that's kind of another level of bad because I don't think the women ones are worth buying in the first place. <laughs> so it's not good. That's fantastic. So what's been up since the last time? I know you guys got some big news. You're about to drop a brand new format for everything. I'm going to let you guys speak on that. But other than that, before you get into that, what's been up since the last time we talked? Well, we're... Uh... Well, as you know, we are three-time winners of the DP Awards, which I think you failed to mention in your introduction. I did. You did. English assholes who <laughs> are fucking hat, like three-time hat-trick winners. Exactly. We fucking rule. That is Host, true. The fact that we were your, your co-hosts of the year says a lot about this podcast, Steve. Well, it does, doesn't it? My God. We didn't even cheat. We didn't even break the vote. I know. I was surprised. And you know what? It was... Good. To tell you the truth, it was a three-way race, and then third dropped off, and then it was literally you guys in second place neck and neck until the end, and then you guys literally squeaked it out, I think with a margin of like 5% or so. Who, who, who are we duck? Yeah. It was uh, leveling up with Benjamin Banks, who came in Fuck you, Benji. Second. Yeah, Benji. Fuck you! <laughs> Fantastic. He's so much bigger than us, Max. I really regret saying that. <laughs> it's so true. Gonna do? Come to England. Bring it on. Yeah, that's true, actually. We can hide behind... Um, big English wrestlers There's, there isn't any they're all tiny so <laughs> tiny people so as we could tell now uh, the DP award has gone to your head because obviously you guys think you're bigger than life itself but other than the DP I've awards <laughs> what else has been going on what else has been going what have we been doing Jesse <laughs> England's cold and dark right now okay we're three days away from Brexit oh shit everyone's dying everyone's got the flu you know there's nothing good going on right now this crazy Chinese um disease named after a beer is coming to get us apparently yeah calling it the coronavirus is that the actual correct pronunciation yeah it is i think so it's the coronavirus yeah i don't know about you guys but we got two confirmed cases in toronto now so we're all gonna die here too so it's all good oh cool well as long as we're all on the same page yeah as long as it doesn't get passed between computer screens it's not how it works is it no well i'm on an i'm on an ipad apple will protect me Good. That is an apple away. Keeps the coronavirus away. Coronavirus keeps the Chinaman away. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) So yeah, that's what we bring to the table: mild racism, racist horseplay. I like to call it. That's fair. I guess mild is better than hot. Exactly. What about you, Steve? You seem to be living the crazy life. What's what's happening in old Toronto? The old four one six, as they say. 
Uh, nothing much. Just the same old. We're bearing down here too. It's winter. We got snow outside. Actually, right now we're going through a little mild spell. We had a lot of rain, so that washed out a lot of the snow. So that's pretty cool. But nice. Uh, other than that, any yeah. hometown boys done anything big like recently in wrestling? Or? Maybe we'll yeah. see. I, no, nothing really comes yeah. to mind right now. Maybe later. Remember, I smoke weed, so short-term memory. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. I was I was waiting because Steve sent us a video earlier of him smoking weed, and I was expecting something to happen, like there was a punchline or something. But no. No, I, I watched it as well. Like <laughs> it was twenty weed. seconds. I watched it when we started this video thing. So I had Steve down here okay. waiting for him to do something. He was talking to me up here <laughs> and then like just nothing happened and it was weird. It's too much Steve. Too too I had surround Steve. Well, <laughs> now I know how my wife feels. Oh Yeah. <laughs> That's her. I'd like to see her. This is, bring her in. <laughs> make her do a twirl. <laughs> she is in house today as I'm recording, so maybe later on she'll make an appearance. You never know. Good. Show the dog the rabbit. <laughs> you, you can't scare her off, Jesse. Come on, please. You got to be nice. Oh, he'll try. He'll try. <laughs> Do my best. I can get very close to this camera. Yeah, but other than that, no, just chugging along. Now it's another. <laughs> it's another season for the podcast. So trying to get more bigger, cool guests on and. What are your seasons? Just like annual. So January the 1st is new season, right? Whatever Apple does on Apple Podcasts, it seems to be a yearly thing. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know they did that. I thought that was like, when I've seen seasons on Apple Podcast app, I thought that was the podcaster's choice to do that. Is that not the case? Well, I guess it depends where you host your podcast too, right? Certain places you could do it where it's seasoned off, where you could literally break in the middle and then start again a new season. But if you don't do it, I guess Apple just does it for you on a yearly basis. So I'll just, I'll stick with that. That's fine with me. Nice. We need a new season, Max. We're on season three. What? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know we'd even moved off season one. (laughs) You thought we had like 69 episodes in one season. Yeah. How good is that, Steve? Our last wrestling episode was episode number 69. We're changing our format at that. It only felt right. And I'm very proud for being the last one on your podcast as a wrestling format. You were. Of course you were. On number 69. It's all just perfect. It all ties together. Well, since we're talking about it, what is this new format, per se? What are you guys doing? Why are you dropping wrestling? Do I have to find new guys to come on on a quarterly basis to talk about wrestling now? We are still the experts on this bad boy, but it's... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we just kind of got to that point where we'd done top fives on literally everything we could think of okay. before we started doing ridiculous shit. So we kind of thought, we don't want to stop doing the podcast and we enjoy the top five format, so why don't we just change up what we do? Because the podcast has evolved so much since we first started it. Mm. So we thought, let's just keep evolving it and we're going to do pretty much what we're doing, but on a more general, broader scale. And as I said on Twitter, we're not going to stop doing the wrestles. Like we can do top five wrestling ones. We're still going to come on here. So yeah, we're not leaving the graps alone. Nice. Just expanded. We felt bad because our expertise were making all the other wrestling podcasts look bad. You know. So yeah, exactly. It's and they were any podcast that talks about wrestling or MMA, especially was in Canada. It was just making them look shit in comparison. Oh, you know. So we thought um, we'd let give the other guys a chance. Gracefully bowing out. So what are you guys going to talk about? Porn? A lot of porn. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Top 
five. Uh, what was I? We, we've been making a list together, haven't we? Of top fives we want to do. Paul was on there. Um, top five right wing fascists we secretly admire. That oh was my, my choice. Jesus. <laughs> Just dive right in there. But, um, but Max vetoed that one. Yeah, it's the first one he wrote down. And I was like, nope, that's that's not that's not the theme of the podcast, Jesse. Oh my god! He took his armband off. And he was ready to <laughs> I did, it. I did. I gazed off to an Aryan sunset. Jesus, why not just go with the top five races you despise? That's a good one. Well, that was the, that was the follow-up. One. <laughs> of <Yeah>. course, <laughs> that was the amended version. Oh my god! Apparently, iTunes doesn't like that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so we're still not decided what our first episode's going to be. So, uh, oh, really? Okay. Stay tuned. Nice. When is the first we're episode going to drop? Next week, so we okay. should really pick it. Well, okay, because I was going to say, when is this new format going to start? Do you guys actually have a start date, or are you just going to go and? Yes. Okay. The, the first episode arrives on February fourth. All nice. of the artwork and new branding is done. There you go. Uh, so February fourth, first episode. Is that Twitter poll still open, Max? Maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah, there's a Twitter poll open. Okay. If anyone goes to Got Till Five um, Twitter poll, say, what do you want our first top five to be on? And it's like music, TV shows, cartoons, uh, whatever. Right. And okay. Just vote on one of them and we'll do whatever that comes comes out of that. Perfect. That sounds awesome. You guys stoked? You guys think it's going to bomb or are you guys nervous? <laughs> We're very nervous. Nervous. <laughs> because yeah. like, we've built such a good reputation right. like in the podcast community and with people that know what got till five is and then for us just to completely switch on a dime with little to no warning uh, uh is pretty much suicide so yeah well he's gonna do we're gonna it yeah we're gonna spend this us. podcast we can't redact ourselves um well yeah we'll be we'll be all right i'm sure if anyone I wants a so. taster of what it might be like um we were on our sister podcast game till fives last show yep. talking about video games so that's a bit different to wrestling we talked about mega drive games and i think we did quite well max so we fucking I think, killed it um yeah we made them look bad really so um go and listen to that and you'll get a taste of what our show's gonna be like in the future yes that was a fun episode i actually had the pleasure of listening to it today before we recorded so yes and it's called sega genesis by the way not megatron oh yeah you north americans <laughs> and your wrong words <laughs> doesn't genesis just sound better than mega drive mega drive does it, it does. genesis yeah but sort of the shitness is i sort of like the shitness do you know what i mean like <laughs> sure. sega's always been a bit shit and that's what i love about it but uh going back to that episode you guys are talking about none of your guys both sides you guys didn't choose any of my top fives you guys all suck Oh, Streets of Rage Two would not be in your top five Genesis games. Yeah, honorable mention. Honorable. Honor, oh, okay, here I'll tell okay, you my top okay. five. What's your Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a classic. <laughs> when it first came out, you got to admit that that was fucking some crazy shit. <laughs> it was actually pretty cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> we got to know now, though, Steve. Like, lay on, lay on your. Five okay. Mega, oh, sorry, Genesis game. No, no, t- no, no order because I would have to actually think the order. But I'll say off the top of my head, I'll go with NHL '94. Shocker, nice. I'll go with NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Uh huh. I'll go Mortal Kombat Two. Solid. And uh-huh. Genesis version had the blood as well. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, was it a Toe Jam and Earl? Toe Jam and Earl was wicked. Yeah, we didn't even. I forgot about that. Right, and yeah. the last like, one. What are Steph's favorites? Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Wonder Boy and Monsterland. Nice. I've been playing the remake of that. Have you played the remake? They've done it all with new graphics and shit. It looks amazing. Shut up. On what? On an actual console or iOS? Uh, 
it's on. I played it on Switch, but oh, I guess okay. it's on. Um, I guess it's on Steam and shit like that as well. Probably. I don't know. Oh, don't, okay. Because <laughs> I can't wait to play the the one on the Genesis or the Mini Genesis, as we call it, because it was actually bundled in the collection, right? So I I have the Mini Genesis. I've been waiting, waiting. Because again, it's one of those. I think it was one of the first RPGs I actually got into because I used to hate RPGs as a kid. I just wanted like beat them up, like Streets of Rage 2 type shit. But this just yeah, reeled cool. me in and I was just hooked and just upgrading armor and going to the same area to get something else once you got a certain weapon and that shit just blew my mind. And that was like the first time I ever played that sort of game. Well, mind you, Zelda was sort of like that, but this was on a different level. Yeah, awesome. Good picks, Steve. You Thank can you. come back. Thank you. <laughs> well, you should be on the, the Game Tour 5 episode, you know? I they should. should return the favor. See, I even gave them an award and I let them come uh, on my right. show and nothing. All I hear is crickets. Crickets. Crickets, I tell you. Uh, Done you dirty. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some wrestling. Wrestles. Okay, you guys didn't watch NXT, right? Let's get this off the bat so the listeners know so you don't have to beat around the bush. And then when I talk about it, you don't have to nod your heads and be like, yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, neither of us watched uh, the NXT show that was on Saturday night. So Steve, you could basically tell us what you liked and didn't like about it, and we will ask you questions. Sounds good. We're gonna like screw up with the format. I don't know how we're gonna do it. Let's okay. Let's just do. Since to me, this was one of the weakest NXTs in a while, so we won't touch a lot on it. So I'll go through the two matches I enjoyed, and then we'll just go right into the Royal Rumble. Fair. Cool. Since we're changing, mixing shit up. Since these guys are doing a new format, let's do a new format here this week. Experiment. Crazy. Perfect. Okay, let's start. Okay, first off, let's start with what I didn't like and get that out of the way. A lot of people like the Mustache Mountain versus DIY match. I didn't. The, the start of it was very campy. A lot of, even though I love comedy and wrestling, the way they did it, I didn't enjoy it. And then they just got right into it. And then towards the end, yeah, it was great. But overall, it wasn't my deal. I don't know what you guys heard about this match. I, I did hear, and I, I watched kind of the first clip with uh, with Champa and Trent when they're doing like the little pose off and the beards, and then Trent's like, "Oh, I've got a bit of a belly." Right. And Trent is really good at that kind of stuff. Mm. Like when whenever I see him, Trent is always the comedy guy at right. Fight Club or wherever you go and see him. So I'm surprised I didn't really land, but I, I don't really see Champa as a comedy guy, even though he did PWG and that shit. Right. He's supposed to be scary as fuck, Champa. Right? He, like yeah. he's. Um, the ultimate heel yeah like when i think of him in nxt feuding with gargano and stuff and coming out with no music and all that shit mm-hmm. i don't want i don't want that guy to make me laugh it's true no I, and that's exactly what was going through my mind i'm like this is not like i want diy back but i'd rather have gargano as a heel than champa as a face right yeah so that's yeah. on that um what else is there Actually, the pre-show match was pretty good. Uh, Mia Yim versus uh, Kylie, Kylie Ray. That was an actual sleeper match. And I think that was... You know what? I'll say I'll probably say that. That was probably the best one-on-one women's match of the weekend. That, oh, really? At least that I enjoyed. Because they pulled oh, off some crazy shit. Like, they had uh, they did a Canadian Destroyer. Because being Canadian, I, every time I see that, I got a pop. So the Canadian Destroyer was used. They called it a cold blue, but I'm assuming it's a cold red. So they pulled off a cold red. There were some dives to the outside. Kylie Ray retains, obviously, but no, it was a good, decent, and it was short. That's what I liked. It was a nice short, a lot of high spots, great storytelling, and there you go. But can we talk about the Canadian Destroyer in the sense of uh, P.D. Williams tweeted about this last week, and he okay. said, 
I think AEW did something on their last show, and he tweeted, I never meant for this to be a transition move. And it's mm. true, the Canadian Destroyer is now just this transition pop move. It is. And it used to be like the coolest, newest, devastating finisher, and now fucking Goldust is doing it. I know, right? <laughs> it's true. It's like, what, what happened? Yeah, but Goldust then Goldust ag- is doing your shit, you know something's gone wrong in your life. <laughs> But then again, you could say that about every move. Because back in the day, you go back and look at 60s tapes, people were beating guys with a simple suplex, right? So, I guess... It's evolution. Thank you, yeah. uh, But where's it it, going to end, Steve? Like, we're going to have, like, phoenix splashes, fucking tombstones, (laughs) just transitioning to... Yeah, well, uh, I saw in NXT NXT where they did a Canadian destroyer off the top rope, and they got a two count. And I was like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? I know. I know. Like, I know it's an easy move to pull off, and it looks impressive, but it's, it's Nick- a whole suicide dive thing, and uh, nightmare. Is Nixon doing Canadian destroyers in NXT? Who? Nixon. Oh, oh uh, Tegan Knox. Knox. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's who I know her as. Mm, I think Welsh I. Girl. I think I saw her do it once. I believe. Because that was a, that was her finisher over here. Was that it? Was her big okay. Finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering if they were letting her do it because I haven't actually seen her before. I don't even know. No, her finisher is the the Shining Wizard because they say she has the shiningest wizard of them all, right? Oh, yeah, of course. So, interestingly, that was never her finisher over here. She was still the girl with the shiniest wizard. That was her thing. But that was her transition move into the Canadian Destroyer. That was never her finish. Well, you're not really allowed to do pile drivers still in WWE, right? So maybe that's why? I don't know. But then again, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But you're whatever. kind of Canadian destroyers. You're kind of pile driving yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you think about how the move works. Yeah. True, true. What else was there that I didn't like? Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. Seen it. The, fir- the first one was a lot better. This one, nah. Uh, Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. I actually thought How's this that? was going to be good. Started off okay. I, maybe because I had very high hopes for this match, and then it just, whatever, just another match. To me, it, was, it seemed like a t- This is going to be the thing, my theme. A lot of TV-type matches during these two pay-per-views for some reason. Oh, yeah. I get what you mean, yeah. Right? Like, you know the- what I mean? What was the result of that Finn match? Uh, Finn won, obviously. Oh, good. So, um, as long as Finn... I'm such a fucking mark. As long as Finn wins, like, he could just take a shit on the camera and I'm watching and I'll be like, that's the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, smearing it around. You might like it. You might <laughs> exactly. like it. And then um, the main event was uh, the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Too long for my liking, even though I'm complaining that it should have been a pay-per-view match, but a lot of cool spots. And now... Hook, line, and sinker. I need to see this as soon as possible. Make it happen. I want Walter versus Roderick Strong. Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they went that'd at it good. for a bit during the match, and oh my god, it, it, oh my god, I could just see the potential there. Craziness. The um, the, the one clip I did see from that was uh, Alexander Wolf getting injured. Yes. Uh, and the brilliant referee and by uh, was it Drake that was doing it. Not like Canadian Drake, but the referee called Drake. Drake um, works. <laughs> that's the one. Did yeah. Absolutely great refereeing work. He saw he was out, got his arm under, got him out of the ring immediately. Really, really good stuff. But uh, yeah, that guy just has the worst like we're getting injured at NXT. See? Right? And I, I get, but you know what? Even though it was, I'm assuming, because the way it came out, came out and everything, that it's a legit injury. But the way they still told the story about it and Imperium still winning makes it even more impressive and it made it a better ending than I thought it would end up being. Because I th- honestly thought the Undisputed Era was going to win because obviously 
the North American shit has to win because that's the majority of the audience anyways, right? Do you know what I mean? So it sort of makes sense. But no, it's good. It was good storytelling. It was decent. I think it could have been better. But again, maybe the wrench with Wolf being eliminated, maybe that's why it wasn't as good as it could be. Who knows? But whatever. It, it was yeah. there. But this is what should have been the main event. It was the four-way for the NXT. Officially, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. No more purple. It is a black now waistband. Looks way better. It still looks like it's plastic. It looks good. But it still looks good, and I like it. And hopefully now, not hopefully, but now they'll concentrate more with this instead of on 205. But it was a, it was Swerve versus Jordan Devlin versus Banks versus Angel Garza. And this match, oh my God. This is the best single match, or I guess regular type match, other than the Royal Rumble itself, throughout the whole weekend, I think. Knowing me as you do, would I enjoy it? Because I'm not a big fan of too much flippy shit. And I can imagine there was a lot of that. You won't like it. It's all flippy shit. <laughs> and that's why I liked it. And that's why I liked it. Like, and I don't know if you guys know. Spoiler alert! But Devlin is the new cruiserweight champ. That's good. That's a good result. That's a good result. And Just Finn Balor with a shit-eating face. See, now this is where we're gonna have some problems. I've never been a Balor fan. I don't see what you see in Balor. I don't like him. I never liked him. I don't know why the fuck he's wrestling. <laughs> behind Jesse's eyes. <laughs> He's just coming at me unprovoked. What's going on? I think Devlin is the better version of Finn Balor. Devlin is Balor 2.0 and I think he does everything with malice, with more intent. I just see more and I don't know because maybe he's younger and whatever but this this was the coming out party Devlin needed and he finally deserved and just fucking crazy shit happened during this match. <laughs> I'll have to watch it until I disagree with you, which I will. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll see from there. But to me, I think Finn um, is the complete package for a modern day professional wrestler. Jesse just looks at his package, so that's that's, that's maybe what that's what it is. He's just yeah. entranced by so, it, and I don't know. I find cheese on his abs. <laughs> <laughs> I find it surprising that they put um, Travis Banks in the cruiserweight division because, like, I know. Travis isn't big by North American standards, but he's right. still a pretty big dude. Yeah, and he's I wouldn't thick. really put him as a and he's a former progress world champion. You know, I wouldn't be putting ah. him in the cruiserweight division for sure. You know he reminds, he's short, though. He reminds he's me short. of like the Cedric Alexanders of the world. Like they're short, but they're like stock like you know what I mean? Like Pox another one, right? So like these type of guys, they're technically cruiserweights, but they shouldn't be cruiserweights, right? Yeah, he's that weird middle kind of transition, but uh, yeah, happy for Devlin. He's he seems like a nice boy, so good for him. See, and speaking of destroyers, another destroyer, but this was a crazy one. It was like a leaping destroyer by Banks to Devlin. Oh my god, I don't even know how to describe it. Just Google it, and you'll see it. Or I'm sure there's a GIF or GIF, whatever you want to call it now online. But go look at it. This should have ended the match, and it didn't, like always. So bullshit i'm gonna campaign for the canadian destroyer to come back and be better i think so too actually no worse than gold dust one of the fucking rock and roll express did a canadian yes i saw that that's right ricky morton or whatever his name is yeah yeah isn't he like 108 yes yeah he popped one out i saw this was ages ago but i remember seeing a gif of virgil doing one as well once really yeah, it's the slowest Canadian destroyer you've ever seen in your life. Like, <laughs> like the world rotates quicker than this Canadian destroyer. Of course, but Virgil does eventually get round. And I can't. I, I'm sure you could Google that. It's bound to be on YouTube. Or something. Oh my god! 
was essentially the indie show. I don't know what it was. So that's pretty much uh, Worlds Collide in a Nutshell. Oh, actually, the thing I really enjoyed was the browser or Broserweights, Bruiserweights, Broserweights, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, the Broserweights, yeah. Yeah, like, even though it, I don't like the name, but oh, their mic time was awesome. Like, they did so many puns about smoking weed, it was fucking hilarious, and I loved it. And just them going back and forth, and them both being so chill, and then, obviously, the listeners can't see it, Dunn doing his, eh, like, that's sort of like something a stoner would do, you know what I mean? So, them just, go, but they dropped the ball. I don't know why. The finals wasn't our worlds collide, considering it's an NXT UK team versus an NXT team. Like, why wouldn't they just make this the final at the pay-per-view, right? Who is in the final? It is the Grizzled Young Veterans versus the Broserweights. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah, it should have been. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Unless, like, they just know they need to film more shit. When is the fight? Is it just going to be on a regular NXT? Yeah, I think it's on... Uh, well, it's already happened as of this dropping, but it's, yeah, this week, this NXT okay. TV week. So. They, just wanna, they just want to take those ratings off AEW, don't they? Maybe that's what it is, right? Yeah. So, before I we get into so. an actual Rumble, how, what do you guys think of AEW? I don't, I don't think we even touched on AEW, have we? I'm I'm loving it. I've, I haven't missed an episode yet. Okay. I, I find it uh, just kind of a breath of fresh air. Like, I know it's got its teething issues and, and does some stuff that I need to work out, but yeah, of course. it's it's just a fun show. Like, it, it reminds me, especially the last show with the, the cruise ship, it mm-hmm. just reminds me of kind of that good WCW feel. Right. And it's just <laughs> got this kind of cool vibe to it, and they're building the characters very cleverly. It's so that they'll have, like, a portion with someone, so you get to know people like Sammy Guevara, uh, then you get to know people like, uh, Jurassic Express, mm-hmm. and they just do these cool slow builds, and having Jericho as kind of that top of the mountain, and the storyline they're doing with Mox, I, I just think they're onto a massive winner at the moment. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, it's, again, I haven't seen anywhere near as much as Max, but what I've seen, I like, and it's it just yeah, just Nitro vibes, man. Like, like I was a Nitro kid over a WWF kid, right? Um, certainly in like the late nineties, and it it just brings me back to that time almost like it's the perfect mix of they're doing silly campy stuff which mm-hmm. wrestling needs i think but they're mixing it with um or keep i should keep it separate i should say from like the proper stuff you should take seriously as well and i think we's greatest flaw is one second like you said about champa one second you're supposed to take someone super seriously the next they're trying to do a comedy bit and it just right. doesn't work but AEW are nailing that no yeah. for sure the only thing they've got to really sort out is their consistency in storytelling. Like, there's stuff that's mm. happening on uh, BTE on YouTube, and there's stuff that's happening on Dark, and right. it's like, there's got to be a consistent message of, like, because this whole drunk hangman thing started on BTE. Right. And it, it took me a while to go, I don't know what's going on, because I don't watch it regularly. Yeah. But uh, now that I'm seeing it on TV, it's a brilliant character gimmick for him. Yep. And it's just really fun to watch. But, yeah, they just need consistency, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't watch Dark. I don't watch BT. I, I don't know where this drunk man gimmick came from. But I started seeing the memes online. And I'm like, oh, so I guess this is an actual thing. And now, obviously, him coming out, stealing beers from the audience, crowd surfing away on boats. Like, well, this is the fucking greatest yeah. gimmick ever. Jesse's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I need to catch up with this shit. <laughs> but no, they've, you uh, do. they've just been signed for three more years. And they've got an yep. extra TV slot now. So like it. TNT's got to be happy with them. No, it's fantastic. And the way I describe it to people, too, uh, that don't watch wrestling or know of wrestling is it's the indies meets WCW. That's, I think, the best way to describe what AEW is all about. 
Because it has, like you said, it has that nitro, especially with Shivani. Oh my God. Every time this guy speaks, I'm like, am I watching nitro? Like, you know what I mean? And then after with <laughs> all the indie stars that they have now and all this shit going on and the storytelling is fantastic. Like you said, they, they have something. And yeah, I think WWE should be worried, man. Yeah. Just let them build. If they've come out of the gate this hot already, just let them build. Right. I think you'll find Tony's surname is um, Shivio. <laughs> it's actually Shavone. <laughs> Shavone. I can't even remember my fucking <laughs> That's right. Go back and listen to Gato Five Episode Sixty Nine, and you'll know that inside joke. How about that? There's some plugging <laughs> yeah. for you guys. He worked in Starbucks. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't do that to the guy. Oh, you did, did you even see this week's episode, Jesse? No, right? I oh my god! The, the Britt Baker promo. How did this guy know? That's what exactly Britt Baker was bringing up that he was working at Starbucks. Oh, no way! Yes! So, Amazing, mate, but, I should be fucking this shit! You should! <laughs> it was such a bad promo, though, like... It was. So this was a pre-taped show, because it was yeah. obviously in the middle of the Bahamas. And then uh, Britt gets on the, the mic after the match, and she, Tony's there like, Britt, you're changing attitude and all this kind of stuff. And then she's like, you used to work in Starbucks. And the crowd booed, and she just goes... <laughs> You used to work at Starbucks. <laughs> and they cut it. They just cut Yeah, I went, that's enough of this. I'm that's done. I'm done with this. And they just went to commercial on a pre-taped segment. Amazing. That's so funny. And to see um, Shavoni's reaction was the best, because you see him, he mouths it, he's like, what the fuck? Like, and I was like, yes! <laughs> Fantastic. How are they getting the broadcast of, um, of AEW from the boat to the whoever the fuck is showing it on telly so by the way what they did which i think i i are they sending homing seagulls they, they did better they basically um did the recording took the physical tape made two copies had two helicopters and flew those two helicopters to the mainland to broadcast it how Holy boss shit. is that that's amazing yeah i would have gone hot air balloon personally but um, just coach, be like, fine. we've got to get there. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cardy. Right? Well, it is wrestling. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, as it, as it should be. Yeah, I meant that as a compliment. Let's talk about the Rumble. I didn't, did you guys like any of the matches other than the actual Rumble itself? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, so, uh, Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns, surprised the fuck out of me. Really? You it enjoyed start- it? Okay. So, it, it started, that, like... It, the show starts and I'm like, ah, like I yeah. need, I'm going to be skipping this first match because I want to sort of fast track this one because we watched it the day after, right? Sure. And um, so I'm like, okay, I'll be skipping this. And I skipped a bit and then I pressed play just to see if it was over or not before I was moving on. And um, uh, Roman was throwing Baron Corbin into a portal and it was like, okay, I'm going to stick around for it. the exact same thing. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exact so, same thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stick around with this. I like portal Um and then, are they called portaloos in Canada or America? What do you guys call them? What is it? Because loo's quite a British word, isn't it? Oh my god, it's port-a-potty. a porta potty. Porta potty? You're so fucking <laughs> infantile. <laughs> it's North America. <laughs> yes, we are. Party. Um, so he throws back, and it's like, and I was watching it, a Roman, because he was, he was having fun with it, man. Woo-hoo. And that was actually really cool to see. Like, right? he was having a great time. 
the only opportunity they missed when they pushed when he pushed over the poor Waterloo with right. Baron Corbin in it. Baron Corbin should have come out just covered head to toe in all that blue shit. That's what I was <laughs> like, thinking like too. Right? That's the only thing they should have done. And I think the spear that Roman gave Baron Corbin to end the match was the worst spear I've ever seen in my life. Right. But so other than that, yeah. other than that, it was surprisingly fun. I thought it was a good, good match. Yeah, the Usos did some cool spots as well, like Jimmy jumping off the lightning tower. It was oh, yeah, good that, shit. That confused the fuck out of me um, when like Came one Uso jumped on the other one inside. I had no idea what was going on. Nothing. Yeah, it was it was a sleeper. I didn't really enjoy it too much. Maybe I think you know what it was too. I'm I'm at the point right now. And even though it's my favorite time of wrestling, maybe I consume so much wrestling during the summer, I'm still wrestled out. Like, you know what I mean? So the last few events, other than like, I, I hate to say it, the second night of Wrestle Kingdom didn't really do anything for me. First night I loved tremendously. I think it was fantastic. But the second night it was like, it was good, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I know why you're saying that. because How because you? Because your boyfriend ended up winning both titles and you're so happy. <laughs> But other than that, you got to admit, it wasn't as good as the first night of Wrestle Kingdom. Come on. I will admit nothing, sir. <laughs> I, enjoyed, I enjoyed both nights. I okay. think um, Ibushi Okada was the match of the whole weekend. Okay. And that was obviously on the first night. So uh, as a more impartial person, mm-hmm. um, I will say that the first night was probably slightly better. But I'm a, a massive Okada mark, and he was on both nights, so I was fine. There Whereas Max loves NATO. I got mocked by, there's a guy called Chris who listens to our podcast, and he okay. was mocking me the other day because I say NATO, and apparently so? it's NATO. NATO! Oh, it Naito. is. NATO, so, yeah. But, yeah, so NATO's wrong, apparently. Fuck you, Chris. And I <laughs> say Seth. Easy, he will be by the time this goes to air. And um, Seth Rollins instead of Seth Rollins. But a lot of people have picked me up on that, but I'm not changing it because I know it annoys people. Who cares? <laughs> I'm gonna start saying little child. I'm gonna start saying yeah. Finn, Finn Baylor. Do it, yeah. <laughs> Why not? That'll annoy me actually. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you pronounce his name properly. All right, back to WWE. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, and another. If you're asking the question, sure. um, I also think um, Asuka Becky Lynch was. Yeah. Um, taking away the Rumbles was the match of the night. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was decent. Whenever these two hook it up, it's it's pretty good. But again, these guys didn't watch the NXT women's match like I talked about. But it was pretty, yeah, I guess it was on par with this one as well. And I could see this being the best match of Royal Rumble, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The crowd were flat as fuck for it, which was right? a real shame. Uh, yeah, like, so they were doing some awesome shit and some really cool technical wrestling and stuff. And the crowd just couldn't have given less of a shit, which was a real shame. If the crowd were popping where they were fucking supposed to, that match would have really fucking elevate that would have felt awesome that match if the yeah. crowds did their job yeah, yeah they I just know. pop for the high spots and I talked yeah. to you about it earlier Jesse when they were on the apron and she does a suplex and then just belly drops Asker on the floor that yeah. bump good god it was oh man yeah she like bumped hard didn't she that was like a belly flop yeah yeah it was, it was ridiculous and I love the finish as well with like the green <laughs> with the Fuck off, Jesse. With the green mist and then the kind of super kick and spray it up in the air. Yes, yeah, that was awesome. And the way Asuka looks like after, yeah, um, yeah if that um, liquid wasn't green, no, don't, don't worry. Um, and <laughs> it, um, yeah, it looked awesome. And Asuka looked awesome in general. I thought I love her heel um, attires and yeah. um, green paint and stuff. I think she looks dope. 
same for Kyrie. Kyrie was creeping me out a little bit on the on the apron. Is it I'm me like, yeah, or is she just a weirdo? That like there's something off with her. Like she's laughing when you're not supposed to, and then she comes in and she's all serious. And even with that umbrella after, it's like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the ref- umbrella. Like when she got into the rumble, she held on to that umbrella yeah. for just too long, didn't she? I think like, so because everyone else was looking around. Is like, does she know what's going on here? <laughs> Oh my god and then the other woman's match i don't even want to touch on because i, I still think Lacey evans should not be on the main roster she's just i don't know man there's a lot of i know what, why they're pushing her and what they're doing but at the same time and i could see her being that person they want to be but i still think she's way too green man yeah yeah, yeah. she is green I, I feel like um she's got a she wouldn't be out of place in glow okay you know what i mean like, <laughs> i see what you're yes. saying she feels like a glow character. Okay, okay, okay. No, but I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I, no I guess you could go either way, whatever you want to feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. And uh, Bailey as well. I love Bailey, but this whole soccer mum haircut yeah. and just not... I, I, apparently, she's been champion for like 200 plus right? days. I had no idea. Yep. Same here. I thought it would been like a week. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, and then lastly, Where's Sasha, by the way, is she yeah. out injured or something? Yeah, something happened to her because I think she was supposed to be in the Rumble and she didn't even make an appearance. There's something going on. No, there. okay. Yeah, I, I missed her. I was hoping, I was waiting for her to come out of the Rumble, and I was annoyed she didn't. Yeah, same here. And then lastly, just want to touch on this quickly because there's really nothing to this match as well. No more black light when the fiend wrestles. Thank God. Or red yeah. light. Sorry, yeah. red well, light. No, this is a weird thing, right? Yeah, red light, black light. Whatever. <laughs> <Stoners>. <laughs> um, like, um, uh, but it's weird. You sort of yeah. I wanted to talk about this. I don't. We're talking about loads of shit. We're not even doing a proper top five. Four. Yeah, That's it's okay. Uh, uh, but it's um, so the fiend. I fucking love the fiend. I think yeah. I've talked about it before. Like yeah. for the longest time, I wasn't a WWE fan. I was a fiend fan. I would just watch his clip, his <laughs> segment on YouTube, and then that was it every week. Um, I don't know if I like if I'm as big a fan of the fiend wrestling and. You can't really win with him. So the no. red light was shit. It looked awful, but it but it still at least it gave a bit of a scary look to the fiend. Without the light, all the fear is gone. When you're just seeing the fiend in the ring wrestling like Bray Wyatt, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like there's nothing. There's no atmosphere there, and every it's like horror films, right? Yeah. Monsters in horror films and shit. They're super scary until you see them. What's scary about them is you never see them. You might see like a claw or something like that, mm. and like but. But as soon as you've just seen it, it's like, oh, that's what it looks like. That's shit. Right. Like, that's what it's like with the Fiend. And I feel like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't with him when he's um, in the ring. That is true. Personally. No, I hear what you're saying. But he's the WWE champion and he has been for a while now. And it's, I like what they're doing with him in terms of the character interactions and the healing and the hurting stuff with the the fists. I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I do you reckon he's going to keep it until May- like after Mania, or is he going to drop it at Mania? I don't know. Um, it would make sense for him to drop it at Mania. The, the way I always think about Mania, and in recent years, certainly since the network has been a thing, it seems to have worked. And I'm sorry if this spoils wrestling for you. Um, but um, WrestleMania, WWE view it as they've got loads of people watching WrestleMania who are not wrestling fans, right? Right. Who are only going to watch that one show every year. Mm -hmm. So because of that, they have these self-contained stories that um, 
just have this lovely fairy tale conclusion at WrestleMania so that these one time fans have watched that and got their reward. Right. And it's almost it's almost it almost feels like it's in a different narrative to the rest of the year sometimes. Do you remember the Nia Jax Alexa Bliss match when Nia Jax was like overcoming bullying and Alexa yep. Bliss was like calling her fat and stuff? <laughs> and so and so Nia Jax just beats the shit out of Alexa Bliss. What the fuck was that? Like that is not a storyline that was anywhere else the rest of the year. They just went back to oh yeah, Nia Jax is a monster heel again yeah. and that's it. And it was just because this is a good positive message to put across to all the kids watching WrestleMania this one time of the year, you know? So because of that, what I'm, what I'm getting around to is that The Fiend is an evil fucking character. They're going to play this massive pre-package against whoever he's against at Mania right. of The Fiend. He's been this evil monster and someone's going to overcome The Fiend and it's going to be amazing. And all these one-time people who watch it every year are going to be like, what a lovely... But I don't know character. who. I don't know who is the next kind of in line that right. would be suitable. That's what like, I'm thinking. Brian is the only one. What about, uh, I'll throw this out there, Undertaker? Yeah. Oh, God, it, it would be terrible, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, do you know what I mean? Well, I, I think I'd more like to see the lead-up to it, other than the match itself. Yeah, they had a surprisingly good match at 31. It was... Um, it was better than it should have been, really. That's true, too. But again, this is The Fiend, right? So... Yeah. Maybe they'll yeah, do something so. different. I don't know. But uh, yeah, just thinking off the top of my head, there's really no one. What, AJ Styles? But now he's hurt. So I don't know if that's going to yeah. fall into the equation. Could Cena shit. come back? Oh. Maybe, but then you got But then Cena out. has to win because Cena's Superman. And if he loses. Exactly. But then he's only going to come for a one off. He's not going to do full time again. Yeah, but then we're just doing history all over again because Cena was the original one who buried Bray on his ah, original visor. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. See? I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I don't know. And um, history's repeated itself loads recently. It's weird because Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt had a Royal Rumble match at um, right. Royal Rumble 2014 as well. Yeah. There's loads of weird shit. Um, and Asuka and Becky Lynch were at Royal oh, Rumble shit. last year, right? Yeah, loads wow. of weird um, weird stuff. Cool. So there we go. I, I, that match wasn't as good as I no. wanted it to be either. Yeah. The Daniel Strap Bryan. matches are hard. Stra- like, it's so limiting, can't... isn't it? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. No kidding. It's true. They tried, but hey, what can you do? All right. Let's go on to the the meat and potatoes of this. Let's start with the women's Royal Rumble. Okay, ladies, ladies, line them up. Since they came so... on first, let's start with them. What do you guys think? Let's not do overall. We'll save that to the end. But major standouts. Uh, Beth Phoenix's brain being exposed. Right. That was uh that was Yeah. She is hard as fuck. Bianca Belair was amazing. Yep. Great yeah. Great showing for Bianca. Mm-hmm. I uh, love what, this is another thing, a very deliberate thing, right? Of it felt like they were making NXT stars look good all night because again, they want more people to watch NXT compete with AEW. It felt like they're very much making these people well, feel like their own star. They made the female NXT yes. stars look good. I was just going to say that. They made the male stars look like shit. Yep. We'll get to yeah, that so, yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah, you're right. But yeah, Bianca Bella was awesome. Beth Phoenix, as well as seeing her brain, um, not a euphemism. We, um, I, I just think she's so fucking talented still. Like, how the fuck she can be such a good wrestler and continue to be um, is awesome. Uh, Mighty Molly was a bit of fun. That's the sort of yeah. cameo I in, that I want from a Rumble. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the sort of surprise I like. 
Um, I, I was hoping for the Hurricanes to come back in the men's rumble. That's what like, I thought was going to happen too, yeah. honestly, right? Well, we yeah, had them last year, didn't we, or the year before that? Yeah, a couple of years ago we did, but you can never have enough, really. No, it's true. Um, uh, what else was a standout, really? Um, I don't know how you two feel about Charlotte, because I know that it feels like, the, especially the sparky like internet fan base, <laughs> um, really don't like her. But Neither do I. I do. I do, man. I've always liked Charlotte, and I think she put on an amazing showing, as she always does. And I think she's really found herself. There was a time yeah. when she was um, sort of trying to be this queen dominant character, but she wasn't quite confident enough on camera, and it could really tell. And yep. That's why a lot of fans turned against her. I think. I think she's fucking nailing it now. She's just got this yes. aura of confidence around her, which I dig. Yeah, I, I think she just kind of. Um... Charlotte winning was just very much, eh, that was kind of my reaction. It was like, I wasn't angry about it, but I wasn't happy about it. Because I feel like they were going to give her a Rumble win eventually anyway, so let's just get out of the way. And I think the disappointment is, I don't want to see her face Bailey. I don't want to see her face (laughs) Becky. I thought you were going to finish that. I just don't want to see her face. That is also a factor. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So a couple of people have brought up the the Santina Morella skit. Sure. Now there's two camps in this. There's the the camp that says, "Oh, we've just taken women's wrestling back ten years by bringing this character out." And then there's the other camp, which I agree with, where he comes out and he's intimidated by both of them and he eliminates himself. He yeah. does no spots. He doesn't touch anyone. He's just like, "Nope, I'm out." I saw it as writing the wrong of WrestleMania 25. The, exactly. The Battle Royale that um, Santina Morello won, the Divas right. Battle Royale that they had, and Beth Phoenix was the last person to be eliminated in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt I thought it was cool. I, I saw yeah. it and I was like, that's a nice touch that they sort of... It, it was basically WE apologising for WrestleMania yeah, 25. Yeah, but so many people took it the wrong way and took such know, offense to it. Right? Yeah, but they're stupid neckbeard twats. Ah, yes. That is true. Yeah. Like, this is what wrestling's all about. There shouldn't be no barriers, no anything. You just do it and that's it. It's all in good fun, right? Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one got, like, demeaned in it. No, or exactly. It was, just, it was just a nice little spot. It was fine. I don't think Beth knew who he was or what was happening at that point anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's true. Uh, what else I got? Yeah, uh, I pretty no, much... No other, no other spots are really jumping out no. to me, though, I have to say. What about oh, you, Steve? All I really got is the NXT women shined. Obviously, Bianca Belair uh, having the record now. Actually tied, because when... Uh, they never mentioned this, which is odd. When Shayna came in, she eliminated just as many as Bianca did at, at the start. So they had the same amount of eliminations, but they just kept touting Belair. So I guess Belair's due for a huge push, as they say. But I don't know if you guys know this. Apparently, it was last minute. Baszler was supposed to win the... The Royal Rumble, but then they switched it to Charlotte. That's what I wanted. Yeah, and then they switched it to Charlotte la- last minute. So, but so that means does that mean Ronda's coming back now? And it's they're gonna do some kind of Ronda and Charlotte as a rematch, and and Charlotte's probably gonna win the belt beforehand, and then that's how they're gonna do it. You know, there's still are, what is it two pay per views left yeah. before uh, WrestleMania. So, and obviously there's TV, so they could do anything. They could swap the belts around. So who yeah, knows? Totally. Who knows? But yeah, I think I would have been happier if Baszler won. I think that would have made the women's rumble a little bit better, in my opinion. Oh, well, how about this? How about Mandy Rose landing on Otis? I don't know where on the outside. Oh, I could talk <laughs> oh, yeah, for a while about Mandy, but uh, that spot <laughs> was beautiful. It was well done. The way the camera had it, and she just kind of yeah. flopped outside, I was like, well, that's a massive fuck up. And then it just cut to Otis. 
go, go on, mama. And it was, <laughs> I love it. I love them so much. It was good. And by the way, um, not to bring the tone down, but the um, the shade of mahogany that Mandy Rose's tits were is not varnish not, on them. not normal. No. Yeah. It was like, do you remember the bit in Toy Story 2 when the oh, yeah. um, when that guy is repairing Woody? Okay, yeah. And he's like, he's like paints over the Andy on the bottom of his boot and stuff. That's it looked right, like yeah. someone had done that to Mandy. Could be. <laughs> and you, yeah. I don't know. How, I don't know what else to say to this, but sure. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Oh, before we leave, another highlight of a women's rumble. I, I thought Naomi put a really fucking good. Show oh yeah, I was going to say that too. Yes, Naomi did her usual acrobatic thing. Now that she's known for, I guess she's become the Kofi Kingston of uh, the Royal Rumble. So, on the women's yeah, side, yeah, she and she. I think she's great. She's always been a good wrestler, but she's like, she seems to be just getting better and better, man. Like yeah. she's one of the top talents they've got in the women's division. I, I was saying the same thing yesterday. I was so happy that they gave her the the bout originally and gave her that kind of platform. But right. I wish uh, she was still in that conversation of the top because she can hang with all of them. She's so yeah, damn gifted in that ring. And I love her music. I love her gear. I like. I just love the entrance. Everything's cool. And I like that she looked like Beyonce from Goldmember as well. Right? Rocking the afro. Yeah. Nice touch. <laughs> yeah, looked awesome. All right. The Men's Royal Rumble. So many things to talk about. I got so much shit. I don't know. Okay, let's start with Brock Lesnar since he was number one. Okay. I don't know what you guys think, but in my opinion, this is the perfect way to use Brock Lesnar. Every guy came in, shined for two minutes, did something. Mind you, there were certain spots where guys were heaved over right away, but I overheard someone else say this, so I'm not going to take credit. It was almost like they needed to bring in Eric Rowan, they needed to bring in John Morrison and have him tossed right away to show the importance and how big Lesnar really is. Because you, if yeah. someone came in like, I don't know, fuck, like if The Miz came in, number two would be like, okay, whatever. If Carl Anderson came in, no disrespect to these guys, but they're not like main eventers at this moment, you know what I mean? So you needed those guys, you needed the new faces to come in and so to speak, so Lesnar could just toss around. And I think this was perfect storytelling. So many one-on-one moments. Keith Lee is one of them that pops out, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to fucking happen. This is going to fucking happen. And then Strowman comes Keith out. Keith Lee was, because, <sighs> so I was watching this with Steph yesterday, okay. and like, she's not a big Brock Lesnar fan, and, and neither am I, yeah, to, to a that's degree. Fair. Uh, sure. I am. Yeah, we know, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> And she really, it ruined the rumble for her. The, the whole Brock running by the street. She was like, oh, I hated it. And mm. it's like... Um, didn't she pop I, when Drew eliminated him? Yeah, exactly. It was like, like, yeah. the build up. But I understand the frustration from like a casual fan perspective. Seeing that must have been fucking annoying. But yeah. from a wrestling understanding point, we could go, okay, so they're building to X person, eliminating him for a massive pop to get him over, right. which would be Drew in the end. Um, but I loved it. And when Keith Lee came out, um, at this point I thought, does Brock know? Did they have a meeting backstage? Does he know who's <laughs> coming out? Because his reaction of like, ooh, big boy. Look at this <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, when Keith Lee was walking out, who's this motherfucker? It was brilliant. That was great for Brock. Finally, some beef. <laughs> yeah, he was well excited. <laughs> he was. Like, everything about... You could tell Brock was actually having fun. Another key moment, him dancing to MVP's music. That was brilliant. What? Yeah, I, Come on. And that was great. He did... And, and his, um, his re- reuniting with Shelton Benjamin. Yes, that well, was good, like, too. Brock, Brock did some acting. It was great. It yes. Was such a neat storyline, that Shelton yeah. Benjamin brought Lesnar thing. Because commentary didn't really explain it. Like, yeah. we knew what was going on. Of course. But seeing Shelton and Brock hug, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I was mad at the pairing, but yeah. Just everything. But yeah, it was cool. 
everything. Like I could go down the line again. Cesaro with Brock one on one. Even though it's a little underwhelming, I actually want to see that now. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Kofi yeah. got sort of as vindication and got in the ring again with with Brock, and he actually the first one to outlast with him out being thrown out with someone else coming in first the ring. First one to knock him down. Exactly. Yeah. That too. Even the Ray angle. He hit, he hit him with his finisher, man. That's pretty cool. Whoever yeah, wrote this rumble paradise. knew what they were doing because like I just meant the Ray angle too, adding that in. N- Nakamura having that New Japan aura sort of, even though it's the, I, I hate to say the WWE version of Nakamura. If it was the New Japan version, oh my God, that would have been fucking crazy too, right? Just all these yeah, little nuances. Did, did you ever see that New Japan match, Steve? No. Um, Nakamura and Brock Lesnar. No. They had a match for the... Um, New Japan title. No, I don't know if you've got New Japan well, but it's um, on there if you search it, I think. It's oh, okay, perfect. Great. It's a really, really good match. Okay, so yeah. I'll have to go back and check that out for sure. But you see what I mean? Like, the storytelling, to me, this is the one of the best story-within uh, matches in, I can't even remember, since, like, the fucking Attitude Era, man. Yeah, I, I had a great time. And also, another Brock moment that he did was, uh, he, he seemed to get genuinely pissed off at Elias's song. <laughs> the <laughs> He left that. He way. nearly went arse over tit when he ran yeah. out of the ring. I love this. And also, when he broke the guitar on him, wrong side. He didn't do the. He did it the wrong way. Yeah, he, he hit the string springs. first. So what they do with those guitars? They fill them with talcum powder yeah. and they shave the back down loads, right? Of so course. that it breaks really easily and sort of explodes. They don't shave the front down. You can't do that because there's strings in the way. But Brock, Brock is not a musician, so he was holding the guitar the wrong way. <laughs> Just fucking, yeah, right on the shoulder blades of poor Elias. My goodness. And then, yeah, the lead-up to McIntyre eliminating him, that was perfect. And now McIntyre's going to get this huge babyface pop wherever he goes now. And this was exactly... Because I think, like, us wrestling fans know about McIntyre and are saying, fuck yeah. But the everyday person was still on the fence and was like, I don't know about this guy. Like, they still have that sour... I I honestly think it's from the three-man band days that people still don't take him seriously. You know what I mean? And I think this literally fucking did it. And like I said, the writers knew what to do, and this was perfect. Perfect. Yeah, they wrote it. And also, hearkening to the finish, they they made sure he got a cheer when he eliminated Brock with that mm. beautiful Claymore kick. Um, but they also did it at the end when it was him and Roman. So the right? typical, like, oh, here's Roman, the guy that you think's going to win. And then for Drew to throw him out, made everyone go, oh, thank God. Drew won, great. Yep. So just... They did it twice, and it was brilliant. And it uh, was. also, Drew versus Brock when they were face to face shows you how massive Drew McIntyre right. is. The dude's a beast. No, and like I said, now I can't wait for that match because obviously that's going to be the WrestleMania match. Now they're going to build up to it. You have so much time. Brock's yep. not going to wrestle at Elimination Chamber and none of that shit. So this is what I what I really want to see at WrestleMania now. Now I'm actually psyched for WrestleMania this year. Something different, yeah. you know what I mean? And hopefully it'll trickle down and make every match sort of different. Yeah, and and I think we're. C- c- can I finally talk about it now? We- we've been talking about Brock. Okay, Brock, go for it. Talk about it. It's been like an hour, guys. It's Please, the number one so, moment of the weekend is at number twenty-one. I shit my pants <laughs> because you think you know me. Edge comes out, yeah. and yeah. oh my god, I have no words to express. Because you were watching ahead of me, Jesse. And yeah, I was, man, like, I knew it I happened texting. like an hour before you did. Shit. I texted, I was like, oh, how's the rumble? Is it any good? And you just went, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I went, there's a possibility. Because I've been like <laughs> doing this whole, no, no, he's not coming back. I just put it out of my mind. Don't get disappointed. Yeah. But it happened. And the dude looks great. He yeah. is in fantastic shape. Wait. When he came out and 
he was all pumped and then he stopped for a minute mm. and you could see him well up yeah. and he was like fuck and then he had to go back into character real quick but that moment was one of my favorites it's awesome just the pop man like everything as soon as his music hit and the camera um we could all criticize the cameraman big time of course but they but they did nail it on his um when his music started because yeah. they sort of pulled out around um the audience and mm-hmm. just everyone popping everyone standing yeah. up it was just fucking awesome it was just added to the moment it was perfect yeah they've done they've done what they did with aj where they've released on yes. youtube now the unseen footage of edge's return okay and cool. it's actually yeah. edited yeah. yeah it's a steady cam of him when he comes out all the way to the ring, hits wow. that spear on Dolph Ziggler, and it's like, that's how it should be. I think someone worked out, in his entrance, there were 70 cuts, or something stupid ridiculous. like that. Uh, and I rewatched it, and it literally is just boom, 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 Yeah, boom, boom. I didn't understand. I thought the, someone was having a seizure or something. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, it didn't make It's almost as if they were trying not to try, and I'm like, hold on. And then it even goes through my mind, is this fake edge? <laughs> like, are they trying to pull a fast <laughs> one? <laughs> Can you imagine? I it's okay. terrible it's and, and like you know not to be um oh new japan new japan's yeah, the best of but um which, are, which annoys me when people do it even though new japan is the best. Uh, but um, <laughs> but if you um, but if you just watch the camera work of new japan and how simple it is and how thank you little they cut yeah it's fucking great just yeah. do that it makes everything look so much better i don't the understand when people are punching YWE, yeah why do we think that's a thing to do it's it's bad. Start, I know people have been moaning for years about this, and they've never changed, so they never will. But yeah, it's, probably it's, not. it's obviously Stupid. what works. But and what a great showing by Edge as well. He made it to the final three, yep. which is what made me at the time go because I thought, oh, this is just an appearance. He came out, he looked a bit blown up when he was in there, so I was like, he's going to get thrown out in a bit. That's, That's what it. I thought too. It was just yeah. a moment, exactly. But when he got into the final three, I went, maybe this is longer <laughs> than just a one night only thing. Yeah, his spears look damn good as well, which puts into perspective how shit Roman's spear was in the first match to finish the Baron Corbin thing even more when you see Edge hitting his spears and how fucking good he is at them. That was one of my favourite moments, his bit with uh, with Roman, mm. and then he kind of counted and hit the spear, and it was like, that's how it's done. Yeah. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And awesome. the reunion of Rated RKO. That was good too. Yeah, Incredible. that was fun. Yeah. Little double turn. Oh. Guys, just I've had a great day. I've had a great couple of days. <laughs> so um, I know I know there's I know there's context with this, but I know you're a massive um, hater of old wrestlers coming back and hogging the spotlight, Max. Um, I assume um, I withdraw all previous criticism. <laughs> I assume you're cool with this one. You're cool with Edge hey. um, going over, taking us all the TV time. The guy looks good. He can still go. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it's I'm okay. I suppose that's it, it? As long as they're yeah. entertaining, it's okay. It's got nothing to do with how long they've been around. Well, no, it's true. It, I think that's it, as long as they could go. Like, look, Rey Mysterio's another one. He could still go, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, even when RVD yeah. came back for that little stint, even though they dropped the ball with him, he still was able to go. Like, when they bring back these sort of guys that could go, I don't care how old they fucking are. They could go, they could go, right? Fuck, they, could yeah, still, yeah, they yeah, should bring back Steamboat. He could sh- still go. I don't give two shits. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah, Steve yeah. was great when he had that match. And and, and now it's been revealed that, that Raw's been on and Edge has done a promo and he says, yeah. I want to end the career on my terms. I'm having yep. a run. Yeah, he's doing um, a little run. But he's not doing full, full time. So I don't think he's no. going to be on every show. But I, th- I, th- I could see him do like a WrestleMania to WrestleMania deal. Maybe win the title in between somewhere, do some cool shit, and then that's it. And finally go, you know what, I'm done now. But I'm getting such SummerSlam 2002 vibes. It's mm. 
you know, the old friends, and then Randy takes them out, and Edge has been put into the back of an ambulance. So that writes him off TV for a couple of weeks. Everyone kind of forgets about it a little bit, and then he comes back and takes out Edge. It's, you know, and I hope we get maybe a street fight. Maybe not, because I'm still quite nervous about Edge whenever he takes a bump. But, you know, know. you know that 2002 Sean and Triple H vibe? That's what I'm getting from this. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice comparison. It is, yeah. When you think, Sean was only out for four years. Um, I he was know. Back between ninety eight and two thousand two, that's nothing. Is no. it? it felt like an age back then. The it way did, it back, right? It was like, Fuck, like Sean's been out forever. And but yeah, that's nothing. I just been out for nine. That's crazy. I couldn't believe that. Decade. I couldn't yeah. believe that when they said up. nine years. I'm like, that's right. Half more than half the roster he hasn't been in the ring with. This is going to be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. Insane. Yes, all the matchups he can have. But like AJ is an exciting one. That's what uh, he was calling out in his promo. He was like, uh, AJ, Matt Riddle, Randy, I'll okay. see you down the road. And I was like, yes, yeah, bring it on. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I cannot wait to. This is what I love about WE. They've uh, I've been out of it for about six months, like properly kind of out of it. Mm. And they 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 must have got a text or something like Max has stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Jesus Christ! I know. Let's put the belt on Naito in Japan and let's bring Edge back. It's WE. <laughs> Fuck his free time. Let's make him watch wrestling all the time. Have you got your Have you got your picture of Edge to show Steve Max? Oh, about man. up in a new flat. Hat. No. Oh, have you not? Oh, yeah. there's a lovely picture of uh, when Max met Edge, Steve. So, uh, oh, I thought it was going to be. We'll, so we'll, we'll have to stick it on second. Twitter or something. Um, Take a picture of it and put it on Twitter. Man. Oh, I thought it was the yeah. one where he had the live sex show with Lita and he was like half naked and his ass was showing. I thought that was the one you are talking about. Yeah, that's the oh, one. Oh, yeah, Max, Max was actually under the covers for that one. <laughs> no, he superimposed his face on Lita's body, so it shows his yeah, head on Lita's body. Back exposed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. But, so, like, well, what a rumble. What it a was. Rumble. It was I, great. I assume it's all aboard, all around, thumbs up, safe to say. All around, my one criticism, and sure. I'm just sick of it now. What? Can we please come up with um, whenever a new entrant gets in the ring, okay. duck a clothesline, run off the ropes, and hit them with a clothesline? Just come up with something else, man. Mm. Like every single entrant that gets in the Royal Rumble gets in, ducks someone's punch, and bounces off the ropes. Just Let's just come up with something else. That Everyone does it. Yeah, Cody yeah. told a great story about when he was in with the undertaker those first 30 seconds are just your moment why mm. would you duck a line and then throw one like yeah, yeah, yeah. do something and, and the best you can do yeah and he told a story where he he came in and he had a bit and then the camera was still on him and he just goes and twats undertaker in the back of the head because he's like this is my moment it's like that's exactly what you should do yeah i mean he's lucky to be alive but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah all round thumbs up yeah uh, maybe, maybe not for the whole pay-per-view it was a bit yeah. right TV I, show matches, mm-hmm. but the rumbles I had fun. Yeah, no complaints yeah. here for sure. Um, Seth, Seth Rollins as well. I have to say, uh, this is the first time I've probably oh, watched him as sure. a heel okay. in, or in this this heel one, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think he's smashing it. I think I love the old school vibe with his sort of stable that he's got going right. and the way they were round the ring, sort it's of trying to help him out. He's a complete shit eating like chicken shit heel. Um, complete coward, which is what Seth should be, because even when he's a face, there's just something about Seth that is a bit ratty. <laughs> right? And um, Yeah, there always is, right? And it's why I can yeah. never get on board with him when he's baby face. But it works so well when he's a cowardly heel. And so he, he's smashing it based on what I saw in the Rumble. So fair play to him. 
This no, Messiah gimmick, though, I cannot get behind. I cannot get behind this whole Messiah Jesus thing. It's like, that was our joke about him being CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> Why did you take it and ruin it? Exactly, because he's a heel. He's supposed to make you fucking hate it. That's yeah. his, that's what he's doing. He's stopped himself being memeable because he's sort of doing it in such a chicken shit way, you know? I think it's awesome. It is. And, I'm, I'm well, well behind heel set. And the one thing I, would, I have to say too, finally, we're going back to the four-man stables. I don't like a three-man stable for some reason. Yes. That, to me, that's not a stable. You need to have four men in a stable, one tag team, one head guy, and one up and coming, and that's what they pretty much have. And now yep. you know this is going to lead up uh, from them against uh, Undisputed Error down the line. Eventually, though, these two factions have to clash, and to me, that's going to be gold right there. Yes, there's, yeah, there's a whole but and the um, sort of Europe. I forgot what they're called. Walter's European stable. Oh, Imperium, yeah. Just like just a whole bunch of really cool um, stables. It's old school. And I love it. Yep, same here. Yay! Nice. We made it. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew won. He's um, sort of a local yep. boy ish. We've got a weird relationship with the Scots, Steve. So okay. uh, when they win shit, right. they're British. But <laughs> when they don't win shit, they're Rest most of the definitely year. Scottish. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like Andy Murray, the tennis player, it's the same thing. When he wins shit, it's right. like, yeah, he's one of ours. When he doesn't, he's Scottish bastard. See, so it's sort of like us Canadians. When the Americans do something good, yeah, we're all North Americans. When they do something bad, nah, those are the Americans. Exactly. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got the same relationship. So at the moment, Drew is British, and we're well behind him. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to go to Mania. He's our boy, and I called it. I think it was last year at the Rumble. I said, mm. I want Drew to win next year's. So where's my medal? You did, you, you're not getting a medal, Max. But um, <laughs> Bullshit. I'll get you something else. <laughs> okay, before we plug our shit, what are you guys looking forward to? What do you want to see happen? What do you, what's on the horizon in wrestling in the meantime? Um, these three months are always the best. This is always the... Um, you get back with your ex, and these are the nice, warm, fuzzy months where everything's going all great. Yeah. And then they turn into an absolute dick again afterwards. So I'm looking forward to the next three months. It's the best time of wrestling. It's it's peak wrestling. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for now until April, really, in terms of wrestling. Yeah, I'd like to see. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, Drew Brock is going to be exciting at WrestleMania. I hope. Um, I obviously hope Drew goes over. I imagine he will. I think so. Um, yeah, I think it will be a good match. Um, I think uh, the Fiend has potential, like we were saying, to do something really interesting at WrestleMania. No idea against who, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they've got every year they've got potential, and they normally squander it. But uh, they've got so much potential at the moment to um, set up a pretty cool mania. Yeah. It's a fucking pirate WrestleMania, man. How can they fuck this up? Like right. all the marketing stuff is pirate ships. Cool. So let's see, they did that... fuck up though. Cause now how perfect would have been with pirate fucking Moxley or Dean Ambrose in the <laughs> WWE showing up. Imagine if he shows up with that eye patch. Hey, I'm here guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> how, where is, where is mania this year? Tampa Bay. Tampa, Florida. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what's that got to do with pirates? Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the stadium. Team. Yeah. Ah, okay. I'm with you. They've cool. got a big pirate ship in their um, stadium, so hopefully they kind of use. Ah, uh, Shane and Mac's going to be jumping off that, isn't he? And do you think? Do you think we're going to get Shane Mac back or any, or Triple H things like that for Mania this year? I don't actually. I think this will be kind so of too. a non Triple H. I think Edge is probably going to be the only one that's really right back. 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of spots open for the young talent and they've established themselves. So I think Edge and Randy is the only going to be the old old man match. Probably. Well, I they're going to bring so. in the boxer Tyson Fury. They've already said it too. Who knows if Cain Velasquez will make an appearance as well. He's, yeah. he's a big cash grab for the occasional viewers, right? And then the crossover yeah. with the MMA, obviously, because if Brock is on the card, you're going to have some of those people watching. So who, yeah. knows, who knows what could happen, right? So we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what the longest thing is because I think there's some crazy stat that, like, for the last 10 years running or something, right. Triple H has had the longest match, <laughs> or if not match, the longest segment. Oh, wow. Um, at Mania 31, the whole Ronda Rousey Rock segment and right. Stephanie McMahon. That was, that was the longest part of the whole show. Right. It was longer than any of the matches. Um, but so, counting that, he's had the longest match or segment of the last 10 WrestleManias, which is ridiculous. So it'll be interesting to see what takes that mantle if Triple H doesn't have a match this year. Yeah. He'll probably have like a backstage in the gorilla interview before some guy goes out piping him up and getting him all hyped and it's just all about... Yeah, it goes on for 45 minutes. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh, shit, awesome. All right, guys, thanks. Can't wait to talk about WrestleMania in a couple months from now and the lead up to it, I'm sure, should be interesting. So now's your time. Shine, plug your shit. Where can people find you? This is probably the most important plug we've ever done, and every listener needs to pay attention. Go to Got Till 5, click subscribe, because on February 4th, we have our first ever... Stop doing your beard when I'm like doing serious shit, Jesse. Just talk! <laughs> February 4th is our first episode back. Uh, it's a new format. We're very excited about it. We got some surprises. So go subscribe to Got Till 5. Follow us on Twitter all of that good shit and we cannot wait to give you some 5 goodness yeah join us on our new journey it's going to be wicked we need you we need you please <laughs> that's awesome for myself you can find me on instagram twitter under finger styles follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app email us your thoughts suggestions comments anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com please rate subscribe review apple podcast stitcher tune in soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio. go to or scroll on your device because I know people are lazy. Click on the link there. It takes you to my merch store. And you could buy a lot of fun and good stuff that supports me directly. And go to the top of the show. Listen to all the sponsors. Support them. Because if it helps them out, it most definitely helps me out. And again, these two bumbling idiots from across the pond are trying to shove shit in the camera to throw me off <laughs> while I'm trying to wrap up the show. Thank you, gentlemen. I was going to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, lady, Jesse. Yeah, oh, you called me a lady. I'm so, I'm so insulted. <laughs> oh, my God. And I usually don't do this, but because I know it's going to happen for sure, tune in next week if you're into wrestling and video games, because I'm going to actually have the CEO of Retrosoft Studios, which is the studios that is making Retromania Wrestling, which is the sequel to the 1991 arcade hit, WrestleFest. I'm sure everyone's played that game. Oh. That's awesome. Isn't it? What's the retro? What platforms is that coming out on? Uh, right now, that? they have announced PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Nice. Well, I'll be getting that because um, Switch is my like bedtime thing that I do every day. So, so there you go. <laughs> the, um, if, if you're into wrestling. RetroFest before bed. Nice. So if you're into wrestling or if you're into video games, tune in next week. I'm sure there's a lot of crossover in those two genres, so perfect time to plug my shit then the whole got till five family we'll, we'll tweet that for sure steve perfect fantastic any uh, parting words until april <sighs>
Don't don't be afraid of change. <laughs> That's so <laughs> generic. That <was> terrible. <laughs> Remember, Red. Hope is a good thing. <laughs> I think now we fucked it. We fucked uh, it. Okay. Uh, Thank you. What's your favourite movie quote, Max? That we could end. What the. F- that's a lot of pressure to come off the top of my head. No. No, you can't, can't do it. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Steve's staring at me. He wants to go home. Uh, he is home. Okay, <laughs> how about this? I'll end it off with this. It's a quote from one of my favorite movies, and it ties in with a wrestling character. Make way for the bad guy. Nice. nice. Very good. Anybody want a peanut? That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, he's Max. He's Jesse. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Bye.